When I first started my business, I wanted to be able to work from home in my PJs if I wanted, lay by the pool, buy all of the superfoods, and help people get healthy. And it's crazy how similar my current life is to that vision. Now that we don't live in California anymore, the pool is a blow up on my deck, but you get the point. It's pretty much the same. And today, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what my life really looks like as a work from home entrepreneur. Hi friend, welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age. Why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. So this was a request from one of my clients. I'm sharing what my routine looks like. And honestly, I worried (laughs) when I was thinking about this, I was worried I might bore you guys because truth be told, I am not an entrepreneur who loves to travel. I know I said it. Um, Or who loves to work from cafes. Now, don't get me wrong. I love going to a cafe, getting a matcha latte, getting a green juice, getting a green smoothie. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see lots of photos of that. Um, But usually I'm actually not getting a lot of work done when I'm there. I'm getting a a few photos uh, for content. But In terms of actually getting work done, the work that really matters, that moves the needle in my business, that doesn't usually happen at a cafe because I'm easily distracted. I have a hard time focusing in busy places like that. And Peter and I are homebodies. Honestly, we love being at home. So we like our home to be set up nicely. We like it to have all of the ingredients for latte, smoothies, snacks, all the plants, We like to have good workstations, like I'm recording this right now at my stand-up desk. So we have stand-up options. We have sit-down options. I think that's another reason why we like being at home working rather than at a cafe or a co-working space is because it's very comfortable. We set up our home so that we could have a successful business there so that we can be comfortable. Um, Some of you who have been following our journey know that when I first started my business, I hurt my back because I was working from the couch. So for those of you who are doing the majority of your work from your couch, you got to get a desk. You got to get a desk, sister. Um, You got to get a good chair, even a stand-up workspace, even if it's you stacking boxes. I did that at the beginning. There ain't no shame. Um, So... So yeah, we really set up our home so that we could be comfortable working here. Peter and I, we don't have any kids. So as I walk you through my routine, just know that it's just the two of us. We don't have kids yet. And I imagine, I'm almost 100% sure, once we have kids, our routine is going to change a lot. We also don't have pets. We don't have pets for lots of reasons. But one of those big reasons is because right now we're really focusing our time on our business. It's our biggest passion too. So keep that in mind as I kind of walk you through my day. Um, If you have kids, obviously it's going to look a little bit different, right? Uh, So let's do this. We used to wake up really early. (laughs) When we lived in California, we woke up earlier um, around 6, 6.30. But since moving to Washington, for some reason, I haven't been able to pinpoint what the heck is going on. Uh, Maybe I'm just relaxing more and that's actually a good thing. But we seem to wake up around 
well, it's kind of a wide range between seven and eight. A lot of times we'll set the alarm for 6.30 and then we'll not get out of bed until around 7.30. And it's interesting because when we... When I first had this vision of us working from home full time, I thought, oh, like, we'll just wake up naturally without an alarm. But that just doesn't work for us. Like, we have these big to-do lists and we want to get as much done as we can in a day. And when I end up waking up at 9 a.m., I feel stressed out. I feel rushed. I feel like I don't have enough time to take care of myself before taking care of others. And I don't like starting my day that way. So for us personally, an alarm is the way to go. So Once we roll out of bed, um, we usually make lemon water, work out, have green juice, meditate, shower, and then we start our work day. So I highly recommend this if you are currently feeling stressed out, trying to balance all of the things, um, feeling like you're just working all the time. I highly recommend starting your day with some self-care, starting your day with things that fill you up before diving into social media. Another thing that we do that has been really helpful is keeping our phone out of our bedroom. So like my phone is rarely ever in the bedroom. I try to keep that a sacred space. And so um, when I get up, I don't go for my phone right away. I don't get on my phone until after I do all of those morning things that really fill up my cup. And then I'll start with social media or whatever else is on the docket. But really, I know it's hard, but I find that when I go to social media, when I go to my emails, it's all of these people asking me for things, right? It's asking, they're asking me to do something for them, or maybe I'll, I'll see something and it will rub me the wrong way. And that kind of sets the tone for the whole day, right? Mornings are super important. So I really have that boundary of no phone, no social media, no work until after I've done all of those things. And that usually puts us around 9.30 and 10 a.m. when we're officially starting our work day. Now, when you guys requested this podcast episode, um, it was kind of like, okay, what's a typical day like? And honestly, no day is exactly the same. And I kind of like that. And if you're one who gets bored, like working at an office or doing the same thing every day, you would probably love being an entrepreneur, being your own boss if you're not already. So depending on the day on, I will say like we usually start around 930 or 10, but on Wednesdays, we usually do a mid-morning yoga class. And then on Fridays, we save some room for adventure and fun. Because we are homebodies and like being at home, um, we can end up being at home a lot. When you when you work from home and you um, don't have kids, you don't have pets, you can get your groceries delivered. Uh, there's not, there ends up being not a lot of reasons to leave. And so we kind of have to force ourselves. Usually Peter's like, I have to get out of here, Sarah. Like, are you coming or not? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to leave. And then once I do, I'm like, oh my gosh, the world, it's so nice out here. I need to get out more. So we usually try to save some room for an adventure on Fridays, which might be going for a hike. It might be going out to lunch or grabbing a smoothie or an adventure or something like that. Another thing that I do that I highly recommend is I have my client calls on two days. I only do client calls two days a week. Personally, for me, I usually have between five and 10 clients. I think right now I have nine clients um, in different programs. When I first started my business, five was plenty for me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is 
exhausting, you know, because coaching, it's huge, right? It's changing someone's life. It's holding space for them. It's supporting them. Um, But the more I was doing it, the more I was able to handle. And I imagine the same would be true for you. But batching client calls is something I can't recommend highly enough. And I also block out certain times when clients can book calls. When I first started my business, I wasn't doing this. And so I would have clients booking at 9 a.m. and then some booking at 4 and some on Mondays and some on Wednesdays and some on Fridays. And it was just all over the place. And so I had a really hard time getting other things done. It was like, okay, I can work on content in the morning. Oh, actually, I have a call at 9. And then it's like, okay, then I'm doing client notes. And then it's like, okay now I have lunch. Okay, now I can work. No, I can't because I have another client call. It was just kind of all over the place and it made it really hard for me to focus. And so batching client calls was really helpful for that. And so now what I do is I have my client calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I really like that. I've been doing that probably for, I don't know, maybe like two years now, maybe longer, probably about two or two or three years now. And the reason that I like that is because it allows me to have a long weekend if I need it, right? So if I want to take Monday or Friday, um, there's no client calls on those days. I might have other stuff that I have to do on those days, but I don't have to um, be fully focused with full internet. Um, I don't have to move a bunch of things around. And then I also like having Wednesday so I can take a, a break in the middle of the week if I need it. So that's just like a little tip, something for you to think about if you're a coach as well. I find that that has been working really well for me. Okay, so back to my day. So usually I start around 10, 9.30, 10. Um, and I'll, I'll take clients at that time if it's a Tuesday or a Thursday Or if it's a Wednesday, Monday, or Friday, I'll have a meeting with Peter or I'll write content. One thing about me that you may have noticed is my business needs to be really intuitive. It needs to be, I need to be working on things that I feel are important at this time. So I'm not great with planning my content a month in advance. Like that just doesn't work for me. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel authentic. Things are changing in my life for my clients. And so that doesn't work for me. I need to be able to share what's on my mind, what I'm going through and what's coming up for my audience. So things that I'm doing every day, like I'm always checking in with you guys, like every day, usually multiple times a day. So I'm asking questions on social media. I'm watching your stories. I'm replying to DMs. My, my main job is to know what's going on and how I can be of service, right? So I need to be really in touch with my ideal clients so I know what they're asking for so then I can create content or programs, um, resources, point them in the right direction, things that will support them. And so I found that when I plan out 30 days of content – when I get to, you know, like day 15, I'm like, I don't really care about this anymore. Or like, I'm not as passionate. When I wrote this, I was super passionate and wanted to talk about this and it was coming up a lot. But now everybody's asking me, how can I overcome limiting beliefs? And I was writing about how to make $2,500 online. Like it's just, it's not in alignment right now. So um, that's kind of how I run my business. I know a lot of people that doesn't work for them. They like to just plan everything out. Again, There's no one way to run an online business. 
you do it your way. You do it in a way that feels really good to you and just know that might be different than the way that feels really good to me. I know when I first started, I was watching what everybody was doing, like all the entrepreneurs who were really big. And that's a, that's another thing Peter and I always joke about is with entrepreneurship in the online space, it's really easy to see the people who are big, right? Because they have the following, they come up in search results. Um, there's a lot of people who aren't as big that I wasn't able to see who were doing some really cool things. And so I was watching what all the people who were big and were showing up what they were doing and how they were running their business. And I was trying to do it that way. And it did not work for me. So keep that in mind. There are multiple ways to run an online business. You have to find the one that works best for you. And I honestly think trusting your intuition and trusting the way running your business and the way you do things feels is a good indicator to whether you're on the right track or not. For me, as soon as I started paying attention to how things felt in my body when I was doing them, it got a lot easier. And I think that's another reason why we can work so much and so long is because it feels really good. It feels really fun. It feels easy. It doesn't feel like work most of the time. So if you can find that, you're winning. You're doing it right. Okay, so around 12 p.m., we take a lunch break. So Peter and I, were both 100% plant-based. Food is really important to us. That's how we got started with our business was through our own health transformation and then helping others with theirs. And so we are really big on making our own meals. We pretty much always make our own meals. So we'll take a lunch break around 12 or 1 p.m., depending on what's going on. The cool thing is... It's not just me, right? So I have Peter and he is an all-star. Like if I'm on a client call, he'll make lunch. Um, If I'm not hungry, he'll make lunch and then I'll just pick it up. Some days I'm like, get me off of my computer. Like I will make you a gourmet meal. I just need a break. I need to be away from the screen, away from my phone. Like I need to do something different than what I'm currently doing. Um, So then I'll make lunch on those days. And I usually plan. I do all the meal planning and I usually plan three days at a time. So we know what we're having for lunch before lunch rolls around. And I find that that's really helpful as well. And then I also think about, we use Google calendar and we sync calendars and we put, we use Acuity for client schedules. We put all of like our Facebook lives on there, um, family events, everything on our Google calendar and Peter and I share it. And so If we have a big launch coming up or lots of calls, then I'll plan easier meals. So that's something that I'm always paying attention to, too, is like, what does our week look like? What do we have going on? And then what else? After lunch, I'll usually go for a walk, depending on the day and what I have going on. I'll usually go for a walk for 20 to 40 minutes. Great time to listen to a podcast. Um, so technically I'm I'm working educational learning, right? Unless I'm listening to like a really funny podcast. I really like the lady gang. It's not <laughs> business savvy and sometimes it's inappropriate, but it's just fun. Um, so I'll go for a walk, listen to a podcast and then come back and finish my day. Usually Peter and I work until 7 p.m., but I stop taking client calls around 5 p.m., That way I have enough time to do notes. So after every client call, I um, do notes. So pretty much like action items, priorities, any resources my clients need to support them, what they're working on. Um, So I try to make sure I have enough time for that. And then if I'm not doing client calls, usually it's like getting an email ready for the next day. So 
that's kind of like my my work day. A few things that I wanted to just kind of go over because I know some of you, like myself, are probably like, okay, how much time does Sarah spend on content, on social media, on da and da? And honestly, like I don't time it. Um, when I first started my business, I did. I did like a time capture to see like where I was spending all of my time. And I think that's really important when you're first starting out especially if you're like, I have no time, nothing's getting done to pay attention to like how much time you're actually working versus scrolling um, and what you're spending time on. But honestly, like these days, every day I'm spending time on connecting with my audience, connecting with you, hey, (laughs) creating content and putting out offers. Uh, Growth is also really important. So a lot of times I'll create content with the goal of that to serve you always, but also to grow my email list or grow my social media following. So for example, I have a social media training um, that's like a series of videos and some prompts that teaches you how to connect with your ideal clients and really stand out online and not just blend in, um, which is really popular. And then I also have another one that I just remembered as I'm looking at my podcast mic, um, that is the tools that we use in our business and the tools that really helped us um, hit our first 10K as health coaches. It's just like a, a tools cheat sheet. Both of those do really good. Like you might already have those. Um, so those help grow our list, grow our social media. And I can put both of those in the episode notes. So if you wanna check those out and see kind of how we do it, I'll share the cheat I'll share like let's take the tools for example I'll share the tools list and then it um once you sign up for that it's like okay I'm sending this over in the meantime check out my Facebook group and so it grows the email list and it grows the social media the Facebook group all in one shot and it has like useful content things that are actually helpful to you um so that's another thing that is really important too is like growth right we want to be growing our audience, growing our community, um, getting in front of new people. So those are the things that I really spend my time on every day. And now I kind of know like I need to be doing those every day. Those move the needle in my business. And so I kind of just do it automatically based on how I'm feeling and like what I'm super passionate about. But also like I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, like you can, you only have to do what's really fun. If you're like, oh, I love creating content like behind the scenes. That was me. (laughs) That was me at the first chapter of our business, the first stage. Um, It's like, oh, yeah, I love creating programs, Um, which it's like, yeah, you can create content and programs. I was talking about that. But I think you do. I know you do have to be connecting with your audience and making sure that you're creating things that they actually want. So I kind of have like these different areas I know I need to work on each day. And then from there, I work on them based on how I'm feeling and which I'm most excited about. But I kind of know they all need to get done at at a certain point throughout the day. I hope that makes sense and helps. And if not, if you guys are confused about any of this or you have questions or you want me to go deeper, I am seriously an open book. I want you guys to be as successful as you can and I want to help any way I can. So you can always send me a DM on Instagram and just ask for clarification, ask a question, so down for it. Um, okay, so the rest of my day, let's let's wrap this up. So we usually stop working around 7 p.m. And that was also really helpful. So if you are in a relationship and like you're like me where you could just like work forever, if I was single, you guys, I would just be a hermit. I would be in my office working all the time with my dark chocolate and my tea and like that would be my life. It's, it's a good thing that I have Peter. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but if you're if you're like me and you can just like get going on your business and be in a ro- on a roll but you're in a relationship, you have kids, you have family, you have other responsibilities, having a clear stop time was a game changer in our business because what would happen is one of us would stop and get in the kitchen and then the other one would be a little bit resentful like me like why does he get to keep working I want to keep working like why am I in the kitchen or vice versa Peter would be doing the dishes and be like why isn't Sarah in here helping like why is she on Facebook you know so having a clear 7 p.m. stop time really good for our relationship so you might want to do that even for yourself if you find that you're just working so long and then you get really hungry or then you have a back pain or whatever it is you just want to set some healthy boundaries you want to go for a walk having a clear stop time that you know that somebody else knows to kind of help hold you accountable can be really helpful so once we stop boom 7 p.m. we head to the kitchen usually I'm like kind of slow I'm like one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. It's 7.15, I'm rolling in. But anyways, once we get in there, we make dinner. Peter usually does the dishes while I do the cooking. And then we we watch an episode. I'm currently in the market for a new show. So if you guys have anything positive, right? Not super depressing. We like political shows. We like Madam Secretary, Designated Survivor, Jack Ryan, anything like that. We're in the market. So currently we're watching The Good Witch. It's a Hallmark show. It's totally cheesy. Yes. But gosh darn it. We love Middleton. We love Cassie. It's so cute and happy, but cheesy. Yes. And then usually I'm in bed with a mindset book. You know it by about 10 p.m. So A few things I want to share before I wrap this episode up, because I know um, some of you wanted to know, like, how do you balance business and like your actual life? And as you can tell, I don't have a life. (laughs) I'm totally lame. I already see the unfollows happening. No, I'm just kidding. So we try to take at least one trip a month. So that's really cool, right? When we were working nine to fives, we weren't doing that. We definitely have way more freedom to travel. We love going backpacking. So that happens more often. Um, So probably a few times in July and then a few times in August, that's going to happen. So that's like pretty easy, like a three-day trip. But then also we like escaping the Washington rain. So this year we went to Florida, we went to California uh, just to like get some sun. We also take time off when friends are in town. So we just had my friend Carrie in town. And so we took four or five days off, which was really nice. So That's like one of the things that's really great about being an online business owner is you can set your own schedule. You can decide when you're going to take time off um, and when you're going to work. And honestly, I think when we have kids, we're probably going to work less and our schedule is going to change. But since it's just Peter and myself right now and we really love working, we do spend more time working. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I wanted to let you know, if you are starting an online coaching business or you already have one, um, you want to work from home like me, or if cafes are more your style, this is the very last week, last call, closing call for the impactful and authentic wellness business builder. If you haven't heard me talking about this, it is my four month one-on-one coaching program. Peter jumps in and does some coaching sessions with us as well, um, where we help you get your coaching business up and running 
help you feel confident in your coaching style. So that's one thing that's really great about this program is it is all the business side, but it's also the coaching side because I've seen a lot of my coaches feel not 100% confident in coaching others, not 100% confident in how to close a discovery call, not 100% confident in how to get feedback, how to get testimonials. So I'm covering all that and so much more, how to market yourself on Instagram and Facebook, helping you with all the techie stuff that goes into being full-time online. So if you're interested in the IA Wellness Business Builder, you can head on over to my Instagram at Sarah underscore Hagstrom, check out the link in my bio, or you can just go to my website, www.plantbasedcoach.biz and check it out. I would love to work with you. I would love to help you create an online business of your dreams where you work from home like me, or maybe you work from um, another country, a cafe, whatever your heart desires, but just be, be, beware if you're planning on working from an island in the middle of nowhere, make sure you know you need you need internet. <laughs> If you guys followed our Maui journey, you know all about that. Um, all right, until next time, friends. And in the meantime, keep going after your dreams. <laughs>